A girl? A girl? A, a gal. Hmm? I mean... Uh. A guy. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration in education and anime. I am Patrick Dugan, your anime idiot. I'm Dana Hollander, an anime expert. I'm Brennan McCullough. You don't have a funny thing with this one. I didn't think this far ahead. Uh, are uh, you star child? Freaky Friday. Uh, I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for the alley-oop there, Dana. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say something, but it might have spoiled the movie, so I didn't want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we, we are uh, back in the same room, because it's immediately after the last one you yeah. heard us record together. Um, yeah, we are on our Christmas time joy. Uh, we have, for this lovely New Year's episode, a lovely movie. Dana, what are we watching? We're watching Your Name, which is possibly my favorite movie, like, ever. Damn. I just think it's really beautiful and really good, and I'm really excited for you to watch it. And mm-hmm. if you, again, much like with Yuri on Ice, if you don't like it, I will kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't something to joke about. <laughs> so. And much more uh, of a threat now that we're right here in the same room. <laughs> Stakes <true>. are high. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you watch. Oh, no. <laughs> or I'll cry. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Brendan, uh, any experience with this movie? Since we know Dana has strong <laughs> feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Strong advocate. Uh, yes, I've actually uh, also watched this uh, probably back when it came out around that time. Just because it was so popular and so many people were talking about it. I was just like, yeah, let me check this out. Yeah, this was 2016. It came out in theaters in America in uh, April of 2017. No, it was 2016. Hmm. Okay. Wait, hold on. It was 2017, because it was right after I started my internship. Uh, so it was 2017. And we all know I always wait to see it on the official licensed uh, theatrical release. Wink <laughs> <laughs> you. We are all law-abiding citizens. But yeah. I think it did like come out in 2016. Yeah, but, but it Japan. made its way to America yeah. in 2017. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm going in blind as usual. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to give a a guess. I'm fairly certain this movie is a uh, gay love story and something about a peach. Uh, Um, (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) I got more questions about your guess than the movie. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's another Your Name movie. Sorry. (laughs) I got those mixed up. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I understand. Uh, call, call me by your name. Yeah, uh, so, that's uh, lost on me. So yeah, uh, we are going to watch the movie and we will be right back. Good movie. Yay! <laughs> uh. 
there's there's a lot going on here, but uh, some, uh, there is some good feelings. Yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a fun ride. It's a roller coaster <laughs> for sure. <laughs> aren't the, uh, aren't these Dana episodes always better than mine, where you just need like a towel to wipe away the cold sweat from? Just like I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, my choices are always like I feel good about myself now. I want to go you, take on the work. Yeah, and with Brendan's, it's just like, I need to take a shower. <laughs> Yours are, I want to take on the world, and mine are, I want to hide from the world in my little hole and never escape from this horrible, horrible place. <laughs> I will never let myself see the light of day again. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why I'm so pale. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to need you two to carry me through this, because uh, I stopped taking notes. Uh, 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 a significant amount of time before the end. Yeah, probably like <laughs> half an hour before whatever. He just stopped. Yeah, because uh, a lot was going on and I was engrossed. Yeah. So, sign of a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hop on my back. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, it starts off with... I already forgot. Great. Um... <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me gather myself. Alright, so, in the beginning, we just get like a really pretty shot of the sky and clouds and something falling down. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> um, the anime gods are blessing this film. Yeah. It's Jesus. We tricked you. It's another Jesus anime episode. Ah! <laughs> gotcha. You got me again. Um, I played myself. Um, and there's kind of like a little dialogue thingy going on uh, where it's the two main characters, Mitsuha and Taki, and they're both kind of um, vaguely talking about how they are missing something, um, and they don't know what it is. It just feels like something's been missing in their lives. Uh, and then, I forget the exact quote. But it's something about nothing more and nothing less than a beautiful view. And then, there's an opening! This is actually something I don't know if I entirely forgot about, or if I just didn't see the first time I saw this movie, because I don't remember this at all. Mm. And it honestly kind of felt like, especially with the dialogue in the beginning, it kind of felt like this was the trailer or commercial for it, and then they just added it onto the front of it for the DVD Blu-ray. When I saw it in theaters, I was really surprised, because I was like, is it a movie, or are they about to show me, like, four episodes of something, maybe? Okay, so it was in I the... I feel like that's something they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was in the theatrical uh, version. It was. Um, because they've done that with uh, Digimon Try, which is, like, a recent reboot of the Digimon mm-hmm. series. Um, in Japan, it was released... Did they try to reboot it? Ah! <laughs> you learned nothing from the too last much, time. Too much physical for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, but for Digimon Try in Japan, they released it as like four movies, and then in America, they broke it up into three episodes per movie, so it was like twelve episodes or so. Yeah. So yeah, it is something they've been doing more of uh, lately. Yeah. So I thought maybe that was what it was, but it's not. This movie just has an opening. Yeah. And I can tell you, the songs in this movie slap. <laughs> They're such good songs. It's uh, some good bangers. Yeah. Um, so we get an opening, and it's like... It really... It does foreshadow, like, the entire movie. If you're paying attention, then you know what happens in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a moment 
Spoilers. I mean, it's a spoiler podcast, so... Yeah. Yeah. There's a moment in the opening where they're standing back to back, and as Taki is growing older, uh, you see Mitsuha stop uh, the night of the comet, like the outfit she's in, and then she disappears. Whereas when Mitsuha is like the other side of it, mm. she actually grows up like with Taki. Oh. Yeah. Mm, clever. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to pay attention to like the foreshadowing this time, and I like. I took a lot of notes down of, like, quotes that I feel like... Pay off later. Yeah. Um, and we start right out with just uh, a voice. It's Mitsuha. Being like, Taki, don't you remember me? And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> Who are these people? Um, and uh, she wakes up. Uh, her she, she looks down at her titties and just grabs them. Same. Yeah, it's uh, real quick to our first uh, titty grab. Yeah, but this, uh, I mean, I'm not going to call yeah. it tasteful because it's not. <laughs> this... It is a self titty grab, so <laughs> it's still a little self? better. Self titty grab. So you are made to believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so her little sister opens the door and she's like, What are you doing? And she's like, Get up, it's breakfast. Mitsuha, oh. it's breakfast. Also, waking up from a dream to start a movie and or anime. Check. Got it. Check. We're on it. Yep. Anime bingo. <laughs> um, and she goes, Mitsuha, like, are you talking to me? And she's like, yes, why are you being so weird? And then she gets out of bed and looks in the mirror and takes off her dress and looks at herself and she's like, oh, what? Um, so that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just how it starts, and you're just like, all right. Cool. <laughs> Here we go. But then things kind of get normal, because she goes down to eat breakfast with her grandmother and her little sister, Yotsuha, and uh, she's, like, acting, quote, normal again, as her sister remarks. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you were being weird yesterday. And throughout this whole first day in the movie... Everybody says this to her. She meets some friends, Sayaka and Tessie, and they're like, oh, you don't look a mess today. (laughs) (laughs) You don't look like hot garbage for once. Yeah. Like, thanks, friends. Yeah. They also have a town-wide PA system, which is weird. I don't know if that's normal for small towns in Japan, because I've never been to a small town in Japan. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't liking that. Just, oh, I'm I'm chilling at home, and then, hey, the government here, hey... Uh, sorry, this was a, it got very libertarian as I was saying it, <laughs> and I was, I was feeling it, so, uh, I, I apologize. Hey, it's your local government here. <laughs> Stop doing that bad thing you're doing, we're watching you do. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, also, I just have so many notes throughout my phone document of just, the backgrounds are so pretty, this animation is beautiful, because <laughs> it is, it's all so, so pretty. Yep. And I'll never get over it. I don't know how many times I've watched it now. This might be, like, the fourth or fifth time I've seen this. But every time I watch it, there's, like, enough time in between that I just forget how much I love it and, like, how (laughs) beautiful it is. Um, But so she's walking to school. They pass the mayor of the town, and we find out that the mayor of the town is her father. And he, like, calls her out on her posture in front of everyone in the town. Or a few people. He's speaking in front of, like, a crowd of, like, 
10 or 15 people. Yeah. Um, That's a dick. There were some, like, people making fun of her for being the mayor's daughter, and it's like, what? (laughs) Why make fun of someone for her family? (laughs) I mean, shitty kids will make fun of anyone for any reason. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, that's true. Good point. It's like, look at that kid. He's got all that money. It's like, that's not a bad thing. I mean, okay. Look at that kid. He has no money. Okay, I thought we were mad at rich people. Too much about it. Okay. Um, So she goes to school, and the teacher is talking about these words. Um, I didn't write all three of them down. I wrote down tasokare and kataware doki. And they both mean, um, like, who are you? But they also mean, they say specifically in the movie, um, the time where, like, night and day meet. So, twilight. Um, and during that time, you might encounter something that's not quite human. And that is foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) Wee-woo. We're going into the Feywild. Oh, Oh, bad times there. (laughs) Mm. And pretty much Mitsuha is just, like, the classic, like, as soon as I graduate, I'm getting out of here. Country girl with dreams of the big city. Yeah, I hate this town. I'm into pop punk. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go eat pizza. Mm. Um, So, uh, let's see. They leave school, and uh, at school, like, they keep... Her friends keep telling her about how weird she was being yesterday, and, like, people in class make fun of her, because the teacher's like, oh, you know your name today? Um, Get called up by the teacher. Yeah. Her friend Tessie has uh, this weird theory that it's her in a past life, um, or a future life, or something like that. Um, But they're walking around town, and her and Sayaka are being, oh... That was Sonic's name. Oh! Oh, like <laughs> Magica. We refused to call her by that, so I forgot. Y'all did. <laughs> um, I stand by it. We cannot name her Sonic in this episode. She's not blue. She doesn't... We can't It doesn't do work it. as well. Fine, I'll call her Big the Cat. Okay. <laughs> um, so what did Sayaka do? So Sayaka and uh, Mitsuha are kind of walking around the town, like, lamenting their boring lives, because they're like, oh, there's not a mall, there's, like, one restaurant, two pubs for some reason. Hell yeah. Which is a, a good joke. I think that's really funny. Um, and then Tessie is like, stop being this way. Let's go to a cafe. And they're like, a cafe? Uh, but he just takes them to a vending machine. <laughs> he seems pretty resigned with, like, I'm yeah. gonna grow up here, I'm gonna stay here, I'm gonna die here. Yeah, that is something I wrote down, because Sayaka asks him, uh, like, what do you think you'll do? after we graduate from high school, and he says, uh, I'll probably just keep living a normal life in this town. And this was one of the things that I was like, oh. (laughs) Oh, I'm emotional already. I mean, you can if you're happy here, but if you're not happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he seems contented. Like, he's Mm -hmm. not, he's not as, um, restless. Yeah. As Mitsuha. Yeah. Um, and then we see him at home, and he's, like, with, uh, he's, his father owns, like, a construction site, and uh, Mitsuha's dad is also there, and they're kind of, like, colluding. collusion. Um, and, uh, t- 
Tessie's just kind of like, ah, Mitsuha and I have, like, really similar dads. Um, and you can see where she is from his window. Yeah. He also, there's also a moment where his father is like, hey, go down to the construction site tomorrow and learn how to work explosives. And it's just like, huh. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Check off dynamite. Check. <laughs> Explosions imminent. Um, so, yeah, he sees, uh, there's Mitsuha and her little sister Yotsuha are performing a ritual this evening where they do this dance in a shrine. Brendan's dancing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can't see it, but it was beautiful. It um, was exactly how they did it. Exactly the same. <laughs> how did you astonished. do that? <laughs> yeah. I have memorized. This is also my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> um... So uh, he goes down there to see see what's going on, and Sayaka's already there. But they're doing this uh, tradition where um, maidens dance, then eat some rice, then spit up the eat, eaten rice in a little um, vial, and they let it ferment. Um, I wrote down what it's called later. Kuchi, kuchi, I just said gross. I said it was pretty gross. Oh, I wrote it down. Where is it? Did we say that they live in the shrine? Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Me so, yeah. It, it, this isn't a fun hobby of hers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they live with their grandmother, who uh, is in charge of the local shrine. Mm-hmm. And so they are part of the, like, uh, family that will uphold the uh, town's religious traditions. Yeah. Um... The rice sake is called uh, Kuchikami Sake. Uh, so she does that. Uh, the bullies are there making fun of her. And I was just like, leave her alone. She's there passing down traditions. Let's pause. He's yeah. back. Hooray. <laughs> Our hero. I hate him. <laughs> I should have paid attention of, like how long it took him to get on his motorcycle and leave when we were uh, watching it. Uh, like maybe a minute or two. Um, so yeah, she's passing down traditions, um, after it's over, she's again just, like, being really like, huh, this town. This town sucks. Her sister <laughs> remarks on how they should sell the Kuchikamizake, uh, because who wouldn't buy that? But also sell videos of, like, her making it, like, yeah. how it's made. So pretty much just pandered to perverts. Because <laughs> her nine-year-old sister. Yeah, I was surprised the younger sister was saying this. Yeah, and there's like a... They have like some pretty funny moments in this where like... In this one, she's like imagining what the ad would look like. Um, and Mitsuha says like, oh, that'd be against like uh, liquor taxation yeah. laws. And, and her sister's like, that's, that's the only problem with that's it? That's problem. <laughs> um, and she runs down the stairs and she calls out to the lake. She says, I hate this town. I hate this life. I hope I'm a handsome Tokyo boy in the next life. And I'm just like, ah, wow. <laughs> what a very specific thing to shout. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see a very handsome Tokyo boy. Cut <laughs> <laughs> to. Um, so we get him. He wakes up. Um, and surprise. It's Mitsuha. They Freaky Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she also diddles her new body. Cause yeah, I was going to say, it goes both ways. Yeah, God diddled the new thing. <laughs> yeah, she gets, he, she gets to grab a dick and whatever. <laughs> um, 
And I, it was at this point too that I was like, this movie has really good acting because he has to pretend whoever played Taki has to recognize like her speech patterns and like be able to portray her as Taki mm-hmm. in an effective way and sing for him. I mean, sing for her. And I think that's amazing. They have to be, they have to pretend to be a character being another character. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, we get a little hint at it later with uh, Mitsuha, but uh, it's not really just with Taki. But uh, no moms for either of them, so check out Dead Parent. Yeah, I mean, we don't know what happened to Taki's mom. Yeah. But Mitsuha's mom is dead. Dead mom club. We're check. getting all the tropes. Yeah. We do need to make actual bingo cards, because <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we're we close to like five in a row. Yeah. <laughs> what, we got Titty Grab. We got uh, Dream Wake Up. We got Dead Moms. Can we? We're, we have are a free space and one away from having bingo. That's true. Okay, two merch ideas right now: stickers that say "We got Titty Grab," and uh, <laughs> team jackets that say "Dead Mom Club." Oh, or Dead Parent Club. Perfect. Write it down. You'll so. find these on our website shortly. I don't know how no. you make any yeah. of these. Things. Can't promise that. Um. So yeah. Uh. But so, she thinks she's in a dream. She's just thinking, oh, how realistic is this? And she's like, I have to pee, which upsets her. <laughs> it would upset me too, probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she just thinks she's in a dream. Uh, and then she goes to school, because her dad told her to. Her, yep. her, his dad, Taki's dad, told Mitsuha in Taki's body to go to school. <laughs> Oh god, this is gonna be so complicated. As I was taking notes, I kept saying, like, he's doing this, but I was referring to Mitsuha, and I was like, oh fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, she does go to school. She realizes she's in Tokyo, which is a super cool, more beautiful, like, backgrounds and animations moment. Because we get all those really pretty shots of Tokyo. Love the overhead train shots. Did you? I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she gets to school, and, uh, Taki's friend, Ida, we'll <laughs> later, Tsukasa, I Tsukasa. think. Um. Mikasa is Tsukasa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, I have to leave. <laughs> um, he comes up to Taki, puts his arm around him, and he's like, ah, you didn't answer my call. And Mitsuha's like, oh, Tsukasa, I'm getting it. Yep. And then they eat lunch, and my favorite joke in the whole movie is right here. So, uh, they ask where Taki has been, and Mitsuha goes through the many different ways you can say I in Japanese. So she starts out with the feminine, and then just a couple other ones that are, like, formal and just wrong, and then she ends on ore, and they're like... Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> you got the right one now. But it's so funny. And like, ugh, ugh. This, this movie should never have been dubbed because there are moments like this where it just doesn't make sense. In the dub, uh, they have him go, I? Me? Me? What's grammar? <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> that, that doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. But that's my favorite joke. I love that joke. We'll also point out, we did watch the sub, because we did. typically we watch the sub, so this was a specific request. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I very specifically wanted to watch subs, and I was like, dudes, don't even worry about taking notes. So I wasn't <laughs> mad when he stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
uh, they decide, oh, and they're really cute friends because Taki doesn't have a lunch and they like combine their lunches mm-hmm. and share with him. <laughs> I just love good pals. Oh, that says more about me because I was like, I'd be like, tough shit. <laughs> I mean, so would I. Yeah. I appreciate that other people are nice enough to do that. <laughs> I would be nice enough to do it. And yeah. since I'm not in the scenario where someone would make me do it, I don't have to prove myself to either of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they say, oh, we should go to a cafe, which Mitsuha is very excited for because Lights she doesn't up. get to go to cafes. Yeah. Um, and she's like, uh, that's so much money. And out loud... In Taki's body, she's like, that's eh, just a dream, it doesn't matter. And his friends are kind of just like, what? Um, Alright, but they don't really like do anything, they're just kind of like, what? You're being weird. You're being weird, Taki. Yeah, at so many points in this movie, they throw up red flags of like, oh, it's a dream, we're all gonna die. Uh, <laughs> and just things are dropping, people are like, huh, that's odd. I'm anyway. Weird. Oh well. Yeah. Um... So she does spend a lot of money on some very delicious looking pancakes. Um, and then an alarm goes off and it's like, oh, it's time for Taki to go to work. And she's like, where does he work? <laughs> and this was at the point, at, at which point we kind of started discussing that that is a very real nightmare of like having to go to a job where you have no idea what you're doing, but you're expected to do all of these things. <sighs> um, well, we find out that he's... Um... A waiter at it seems like a high end like Italian restaurant. Yeah. So not only is it stressful to work at a job you know nothing about and don't know where it is, but also it's an incredibly stressful job if you do know what's happening. Incredibly yeah. stressful, and you have to interact with a bunch of other people that do know what they're doing, and they're like, "Hey, idiot, you keep messing up." Yeah, it's pretty much just a montage of people yelling at Taki mm-hmm. because he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. Um, and then some skeevy dudes put a toothpick in their pizza and call him over, and they're like, hey, kid, there's a toothpick in our pizza. What you gonna do about it, <laughs> punk? Kid. And then he's, like, she's like, uh, oh. Hey, Mom. Hey, are you recording in there? Yeah, we are. All right, leave me in. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. My mom is a star. Um... So, uh, Mitsuha, as Taki, says, um, there are no toothpicks at Italian restaurants, which I think, wow, Good that's call. the move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for her. And then he gets mad. The manager comes over and says, it's on the house, because that's what you have to do when you're a manager and people are idiots. <sighs> it's the best. Yeah. Um... She's just kind of like, after closing, she's like, yeah, I handled it by the book. Thanks for trying. Like, there's nothing we can do. And then she finds that uh, the skeevy guys ripped her skirt. So Taki takes her into the back room, says, take off your skirt, which alarms her greatly. Because Mitsuha is just like, she doesn't realize that she's in a man's body. A boy's body. Man boy. Um... So she's like, oh, look away. Uh, and Mitsuha sews up the manager's skirt, which gets some brownie points for Taki. And it's not just like a simple like stitch, stitch. fix. It's yeah. like a little hedgehog running across like a grass field of yeah. flowers. Like It's very adorable. Very cute. Um, she goes back to Taki's apartment, lays on the bed, and she's like looking through this kid's phone. And she's like, oh, he keeps a diary. That's cute. 
So she enters a diary, uh, she puts in a diary entry uh, that says that he walked home with uh, the manager, Okudera Senpai, uh, from the restaurant. Um, and she finds a few pictures on his phone of the manager. It's like, yeah. oh, he's got a little crush. Yeah. <clears throat> and she writes her name on his hand. For some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how does that help? Well, she remembers uh, from when the day after she was acting mm-hmm. weird. Uh, he left a note for her in her notebook that says, who are you? Yeah. So, so she remembers that and it's like, oh, I'll leave him a note saying who I am. Yeah. Uh, so the next day he wakes up. He's back in his body. And he is a very angry teenage boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he, well, teenage. teenage boy. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, let's see. Uh, he goes back and, like, goes through his daily routine again. And, yeah, you know, everyone's doing the same thing that happened while Matsu was saying, like, hey, you were real weird yesterday. And, like, you remember everything? You remember where you work now? Yeah. Idiot. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd all your money go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they invite him to a cafe again, and he's like, oh, I can't, I have work. And then once he leaves, Tsukasa's like, I thought he was kind of cute yesterday. And I was like, yeah. Get him. Get him. Get him. Act on those feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Don't hide your true feelings. And then he goes to work, and all of the guys at work are like, what did you do with Okudera-senpai? And he's like, I really don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm really sorry. (laughs) And then she comes in and, like, winks at him, and it just makes matters worse. Because they really didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> they just walked to the train station together. Um, and then we get back to Misuha, and she is also, she's back in her body as well. Um, and she finds out that to assert her dominance, Taki kicked over a desk in their yeah. art class yeah it was kind of weird like oh you were really bold yesterday and i was like oh she so to the bullies like hey knock it off you jerk it's like no she kind of just in an art class and just like fuck this and kicked the desk yeah she overheard people being like oh that's the mayor's kid <laughs> the mayor weird insults that aren't really insults <laughs> yeah and then she just kicks it over as like i'm sorry are you talking about who excuse yeah. me uh, but yeah, I, I made the note, he did some shit in her body, cause like, they make it seem like he did something super rash, when in reality it was just like, I did like the moment where he's like, they're talking about me, right? And then Sayaka's like, they are, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, yeah, fuck you. And he like, <laughs> kicks over the desk. Um, and then they figure out what's going on, uh, that in their dreams, they're switching bodies, and then we get a montage! Another Dude. opening! So they decide to set some ground rules when they switch bodies, because they can't keep on spending each other's money and fondling themselves. (laughs) I like that they both set ground rules for each other, like their own list, and we see, like, the first rule for both is, yeah, for Mitsuo, it's like, stop touching my body, don't look at my body, like, don't do anything with my body, and uh, Taki's, like, first rule is just, like, money. Stop spending my money. Yeah. Like, those are the priorities for Which each other. Which I think one. is weird, because, I mean, I, I guess it's just because she has the opportunity to, but she must have money. Her dad's the mayor. Uh, they do, but it's also like a small town, so there's, yeah, like, not so many places to, to spend it. it yeah. So. This is my favorite song. There are, th- there are four songs in the movie. This one's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, this was, I, I didn't realize this before, but every morning, or maybe not every morning, but she falls out of his bed. 
and I realized it's because oh, yeah. she sleeps on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really funny. I thought that was cute, because I never realized it before. Anyone who's ever changed your bed location in your room knows it takes, like, a month to get used to where it is Yeah. hmm I would do that all the time as a kid. Yeah. Me too. Just uh, to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, different. I also just wrote, eh, and some comment bullshit's happening, too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, some background news reports, whatever. Yeah, yeah, those are never important. Probably not important. So, no. yeah, uh, in background news reports, in uh, when, we, when we see Mitsuha, um, they discuss that there is Comet Tiamat uh, that is visible to the naked eye for a few days. Um, so... Uh-huh. Then we get uh, Mitsuha and her grandma and her sister going up to, like, this mountain area. Yeah. For so, their rituals. For Taki, their witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft. Taki is in Mitsuha's body this day. Mm-hmm. And they travel up to a mountain uh, where the god of their shrine's body is. And the body of their god is just, like, a big stone chair thing <laughs> sure why this not? is a big rock it's, it's a big thing. rock in the middle of a crater um and they're taking oh and during this traveling sequence we get um their grandma doing this whole speech about something called misubi and i wrote down ah yes the everything is connected speech i just wrote down mitsubi is the force it surrounds us and yeah it penetrates us yeah, Easy. so pretty much at, in the beginning she's saying, like, Musubi is everything. Musubi is time. Um, and then when they, they, like, share some drink, she's like, that's Musubi too. Everything <laughs> is Musubi. Grandma, I'm starting to think you're full of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she talks about how they make braided cords in their shrine, and they talk about, she talks about how those braided cords also represent time twirling and tumbling all over itself. They can disconnect it, and reconnect at different intervals where it doesn't make sense, but right. they're still one timeline. To it's which the... I said, Jeremy Baramy, which is a, the good place reference for anyone who gets it. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> for once, I'm not the one making cryptic references. <laughs> it's not that cryptic. <laughs> I mean, um, it's at least this century, so you're doing better than me. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, they're taking the Kuchikami Sake, or as I wrote, Kuchi- Rice Sake Spit Stuff, <laughs> to present the spit to... spit drank. Yeah. She's just the weird spit stuff. To present to the god of their shrine. Um, they do that, and Taki kind of has like a moment of like, Ooh. this is, because their grandma says that the spit stuff is half of Mitsuha, and he's like, oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Buddy. She um, spit half her soul into this cup. Whoa. <laughs> um, and then as they're walking back home, the Mitsuha's grandma looks at her and says, You're dreaming, aren't you? And it's just like, Oh, grandma she, knows. She knows too much. Uh, we have to kill grandma. Take her out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we jump back to Taki, and he's back in his body. And he gets a text from Okudera saying that she's excited to spend time with him today. And he finds out that uh, Mitsuha set up a date with his crush. The ultimate self-wingman. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, we also see Mitsuha on this day. And she wakes up and she's like getting ready for school. And she... uh, 
says that she wanted to go on the date and she's like looking in the mirror and crying and she like doesn't understand why and I was just like it's because you love him <laughs> and she wrote down spontaneous crying because it just people there's a few scenes multiple scenes where people are just like why am I crying like they don't understand why that's me watching this movie <laughs> why am I crying <laughs> I feel like I can understand where Mito is coming from mostly from like I put in all the goddamn work to get a date with the manager, yeah. and now he's getting to enjoy it. Dang it. <laughs> um, so he meets uh, Okudera at the train station, and they go to, like, a sky place. What are those called? Airport? No, they go to, like, the, like, sea, like the Space Needle. Those uh, kinds of places to just look down at the city. Oh, uh, like a tower. Yeah. Sky Space? I don't know. Sure. Sure. That a, view, uh, a viewy point. <laughs> a viewy point. We're um, playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and they also go to a gallery where he sees photos of the town that Mitsuha lives in. The title of the photo gallery was Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like at this point where I really noticed that he was wearing the red cord around his wrist. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I, I wrote it up, I'm like, where the fuck did he get this? Yeah. <laughs> Entirely forgetting the later scenes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just thinking also, like, if that happened three years ago where she gave him that, mm-hmm. how does he not recognize her, like, when he's in her body? I mean, if it happened three years ago, I don't remember what happened last week. Good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially... Yeah, three years ago, uh, who did you meet on a bus? Yeah. Name one person you saw. I don't ride buses, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, they finish the date, Okudera says, like, you're not the guy that, like, I wanted to go on a date with. Different. You're not being the person you have been. And that's because she obviously likes who Taki is when Mitsuha is in his body. <laughs> Um, and he reads on the diary entry about having planned the date that by the end of the date, the comet should be visible. Like, it should be at its brightest. And he looks up at the sky and he's like, what comet? Ain't no comet. Ain't no comet. So, we know now, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, Mitsuha's, she's, maybe... Maybe we think right now, oh, maybe she's in another part of the world or something. <laughs> because uh, we don't see any comet. Parallel Japan. <laughs> Japan Prime. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we go back to Mitsuha. She decided not to go to school that day. She just wasn't feeling up to it. Uh, but then she goes and meets her friends. Because there's a little uh, autumn festival going on that day, and she's wearing a yukata, and she looks super cute because she cut her hair. <gasps> we love a bob. We love a switch. <laughs> Gotta mix it up. Gotta impress that comet. Yeah. It's never gonna be this close to the earth again, so you gotta make a good impression. Yeah. Hey, you Mr. Space Rock, you liked what you see? <laughs> Ew. Um, evidently not. Um, <laughs> um, so... Came here to smash. He's gonna smash. <laughs> no! Oh, no! Um, R.I.P. Uh, so, literally. Um, Oof. So, uh, they're 
in this festival, her friends are kind of like, why'd she cut her hair? And Tessie is like, maybe she broke up with someone? And then Sayaka's like, why do guys always think that cutting your hair has to do with breakups? And I was like, I love that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and then they go down and look at the comet, and then very abruptly, we change back to Taki, um, trying to call Mitsuha, and the call does not go through. Mm-mm. And it, it was at this point we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, why wouldn't he have called before? Yeah. Why is now the time? If they have each other's phone numbers, why wouldn't they try to get in contact with each other? Yeah, because my first instinct was when they were like, okay, let's set ground rules. I'd be like, great, you're going to meet in person and discuss this, right? You're going to take like a weekend and be like, hey, we're switching bodies. Let's... Uh, Let's talk this thing out, but... No. Yeah. Yeah. Or when we find out he has her number, like, they've exchanged phone numbers, would, my first thought would be, like, after I switched bodies with someone, I'd wake up and text him, like, what the fuck you do? Like, they don't... <laughs> what do I need to know? Yeah, instead <laughs> yeah. of guessing, they could have just been talking to each other this whole time. Just leaving cryptic notes. Um, so... The reason, though. Plot. That's the reason why. What? I won't say it yet, because it was at this point, the first time I saw it, I thought maybe the comet had something to do with it. Mm-hmm, like, I mm-hmm. was like, ooh, maybe they're Magic. switching bodies because of the comet being visible. There's some weird cosmic thing going on. Weird. Yeah, because I wrote down the note, oh, huh, weird, they never switch bodies again after the comet passed. Yeah. And, and uh, didn't pick up on anything. Yeah. So he just, he's an artist, and he kind of just starts gathering as many memories and photos of the place uh, that he can, because he never got the name of it. So he just draws the town, and he's trying to find it. So he skips school one day, and Sukasa and Okudera go with him to try and find the town. Um, And it's a really cute montage of, like, him actually trying to find it, and then them just eating in the background mm-hmm. and like taking silly pictures of things they meet like a mascot at like a train station yeah and okadera is like freaking out like oh he's adorable it like moves its hand and she's like oh it moved <laughs> <laughs> um they end up at a little ramen shop uh and it made me want ramen because i love ramen it looks very good looks so tasty um and he pulls out the picture he drew because he's kind of like maybe we should just give up mm. like this probably isn't gonna happen And uh, the waitress, and presumably one of the owners of the shop, sees it, and she's like, oh, that's Itamori, huh? And he's like, oh, yes, that is what it's called. And then her husband or whoever, the chef, comes out, and he's like, yeah, I grew up there. Uh, And it was at this point, like, he was like, oh, take me there. And both his friends and the people that own the restaurant are like, uh... Bad news, champ. You can't. I mean, I could kind of take you there, but... And then we find out that uh, Itamori has been gone for three years. What? Yeah. Um, the town burned down 40 years ago. <laughs> and then Taki aged rapidly and turned to dust. No. Whoa. <laughs> um, so, most of the people that... So what happened? Let's let's say what happened. Let's go back. Yeah. The comet uh, broke apart and pretty much just landed in Itomori and completely wrecked the town. 
Got that and smash. It's at this point in the movie where my emotions really reach a peak, <laughs> 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 or at least the first time I saw it, I was just sitting there like with my mouth open because I was like, oh my god. Oh, in- inversely to the comet's trajectory. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, this fucked me up real bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, I kind of, when I watch movies with people for the, and it's their first time watching it, I'm always kind of like, like so I glanced over it and in. I couldn't, I couldn't read Dugan, but I was like, fuck, I hope. But yeah, hope this was, this was the beginning of the end for my notes, because <laughs> I was like, okay, you, you got me. It's not a Freaky Friday story. Yeah. It, it's it is the some, lake house. It is some shit. <laughs> Oh, God, I heard someone, like, when this was too popular, someone compared it to the Lake House, I was like, oh, that movie's ruined for me now, because <laughs> I, I can't disassociate them now. Um, so, uh, Mitsuha is dead. It, they it, go They go to a library, mm-hmm. and they pretty much read everything they can about what happened to Itomori, and Okudera finds a book of everyone that died, and it doesn't show it, like, in the movie because it says specifically when he finds Mitsuha it says her name and her age um jeez I'm emotional <laughs> right right next to it there's a name and it says nine and that's her little sister oh my god I <laughs> cry um well they also say that uh 500 people died or were missing yeah, and that's that a third of the town's population town. yeah oh oh my god I'm gonna cry I'm emotional um <laughs> Because it was everyone was like gathered in one place for the autumn festival, so and that's yeah, they were though. all there to greet the comet. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's our Lord and Savior, smush. Yeah, it pretty much landed like exactly where they were having the festival. Yeah, yeah, because they show the like towns next to a lake, and they show like the crater after like the uh, impact, impact, and. All the water uh, flushed in, so it, like, completely destroyed and submerged the town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they they go back to their little motel, um, and Taki's just, like, losing it. Uh, He's going nuts. He's going nuts, because he's, like, starting to forget her name, uh, and he just, like, gets really upset about it. Um, And he decides to go back to the god's body. Oh, the, uh, he also goes to check his notes and messages from her, and they all start changing and deleting themselves. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Um, I feel like if, I feel like it would, it would be more effective if he just opened his phone and they weren't there anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. instead of watching them delete. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we were waiting to do this specifically for when you looked at your app. When you realized. <laughs> Ready? Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I think it would have been better if he just pulled it out and there was nothing there but you know that's he just never me. had a phone <laughs> Ooh, that's just me being nitpicky because obviously love i love it. this movie um <laughs> so he gets the guy from the restaurant to take him as far as he can uh up to the area of the god's body mountain trying um and he uh he makes it and he walks through Pretty much like a lake, and all three of us were just like, ugh, <laughs> wet jeans, <laughs> socks and shoes. Plan um, ahead, Taki. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was raining, so I mean, whatever. Um, and he goes underneath the god's body where Mitsuha and Yotsuha put their Kuchikamizake. 
And uh, I did write, don't drink the dirt juice. Please don't <laughs> Please. drink the dirt juice. Please don't drink the three-year-old dirt juice. <laughs> this three-year-old spit juice. Three-year-old dirt spit juice. <laughs> he likes backwash. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Mmm. Wow. Ooh. Really get to know the other person better. Yeah. He does drink it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Getting crumped. Yeah. And then he slips... And falls backwards, and he sees on the top of the God's Body Shrine thingy that there's, like, a mural of a comet hitting the Earth. So it's just like, ah, as the prophecy foretold. Mm. Um, And then he just, there's a really cool art change, and things get weird, and he just sees, like, Mitsuha's whole life before him. Uh, He sees, sees her mom die. Uh, her dad leaving the shrine and like she lives with her grandma now and she went to Tokyo you find out that she had gone to Tokyo but you don't know why because she just says to her little sister I'm going to Tokyo and that's all you see of it for that moment um and then he wakes up and he's in her body again yeah back before before uh, the comet hit the, the town yeah, I believe it is the day of the comet being yep. overhead. Yup, and he uh, is just grabbing her titties and sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I miss these so much. <laughs> what a mood. My friends, my good buddies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he wakes up and he decides that he's going to save the town. Uh, and he goes around and like tells Tessie and Sayaka what's going to happen. They formulate a plan where they're going to do an explosion up at the construction site so that prompts everyone to evacuate and Sayaka is going to use the broadcasting system at their school because she's part of the broadcasting club (laughs) (laughs) to clear everybody out of the town. How do we get everyone to uh, safely evacuate the town? We become domestic terrorists. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, She's just kind of starting to look nuts though. Like Sayaka and Tessie like believe her she tries to go, he, Taki, in Mitsuha's body, mm-hmm. tries to go to Mitsuha's father, but Mitsuha's father, like, knows that it's not her, which is interesting. I guess, uh, Taki is more, like, assertive and, like, yeah. I guess aggressive now because it's a life and death situation. Yeah. So it's noticeably different than Mitsuha usually is. I also didn't write anything about it because I don't know why, but her grandma actually mentions to talking to her that she experienced something like that when she was younger where she would dream and switch bodies with someone but she doesn't remember who they were and so did uh, mitsuha's mom yeah so i think i think that moment where he's like you're not mitsuha i think he is kind of like because he says madness must run in the family Mm -hmm. he probably recognizes that from it happening with her mom, depending on how long he knew her mom. Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah, yeah I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Clever. But yeah, so she's just starting to look nuts because she's like stopping children and being like, "Don't go. <laughs> you die. You have to leave town." Oh, imagine like Billy Madison, like, "Stay here. Stay <laughs> as long as you can." Um. So, Taki decides to take. Tessie's bike and go up to the god body because he's thinking that maybe just maybe Mitsuha woke up in his body. God body. Um, so he goes up there uh, and um, 
she she wakes up in his body Mm -hmm. that does happen and she goes up to the edge of the mountain where the god is and she looks down and sees itomori destroyed and i literally wrote down uh imagine having to face your death and the construct and the destruction of your town just like Mm -hmm. all at once (laughs) because she just like breaks down and starts sobbing boy rough time god Mm -hmm. damn oh my god um and then we get the memory of her going to tokyo because she so she goes on the day of um uh, the date that she planned and it's very funny because she's like i'm gonna go to tokyo and yotsuha's like why and she's like a date and she's like you're going on a date and she's like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm confused Uh, she just kind of goes to uh, Tokyo and just wanders around. Well, I think she's trying to find Taki. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. But in order to do that, she's just wandering through Tokyo. (laughs) Because it's three years earlier for him, so all the places he would normally be, he hasn't yet. Yeah. Um, so, I think she also tries to call him at this point, but it doesn't work out. Because I guess maybe he doesn't have a phone yet, or doesn't have that phone number or something. Yeah. Because he's just in middle school. Just a punk. Just a punk kid in middle school. Uh, And then she actually sees him on a train. And she goes up to him and says, do you remember me? Like, it's me. And he's like, who? Huh? Huh? What? Whomst? Whomst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's just kind of like, okay. Guess not. No. bother you. Um, but as she's leaving the train, and he's still on it, he says, wait, who are you? Like, what's your name? And she says, it's Mitsuha. And she tosses her cord at him. She takes, she takes the red cord out of her hair and tosses it at him. Which, I don't know if you know the whole thing about the red thread tied around your soulmate's pinky thing. Have you guys heard that? No. I've heard I've heard it's, it from other anime. Yeah, it's a it's a Japanese folklore thing of that you have an invisible red thread tied around your soul, tied around your pinky, and the other end of it is on your soulmate's pinky. So oh. <laughs> that little thing is like symbolic of that. What if I have one tied around my pinky, tied to the other pinky? Congratulations! It's a very, <laughs> it's a very short thread. You'll, you'll die alone, but you'll be happy about it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. You're There's, gonna suffer, but you're gonna, you're gonna be, be happy. happy. <laughs> That's from Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, we see that memory. And uh, Taki Mitsuha is still riding the bike up to the god's body. And she falls off of it. And I'm just like, sorry about your bike, bud. <laughs> and she just ruins Tessie's bike. Um, and then uh, they meet up there. Well, they're both up there. And it's twilight. Ooh. And they can hear each other. They can hear each other, and they're kind of just running around the perimeter of, like, this crater. <laughs> it's, uh, like, five uh, miles yeah. around the circumference. <laughs> it takes them a while. Yeah. But, so, as soon as, like, the sun, like, hits the horizon, they see each other. And, and uh... He's they like, switch back. They switch back. They're in their own bodies. And... It's, like, really sweet, but at the same time, like, Taki is just, like, not being himself. He's, like, trying to be smooth. <laughs> like, he's like, I traveled all the way here for you, Mitsuha. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's immediately like, hey, 
You grab my boobs a bunch, huh, you f- fucking perv. He's like, no, like, just how'd once. you know? <laughs> and also, it Not was denying just once. it at all. <laughs> he says it was just once, but we all know that's a lie. Just not. Every single time. Yeah, and the piano version of the beginning song starts playing, which you know is just... <laughs> so good. <laughs> Love me a reprise. Love um, and they're just, I wrote the note, they're so in love, I'm emotional. <laughs> um, and they, he like tells her what she has to do, and they're like, let's write each other's names on our hands, or it's his idea. Yeah. So when they uh, go back, they'll remember each other. But right before, uh, he, she writes his name. She writes her name on his hand. It's coming to a head, guys. <laughs> she writes her name on his hand. Uh, the moment is over. and Disappears. Uh, she disappears. But don't worry. Taki wrote his name on her hand, right? Yeah. Uh. Um, so, she plays out the plan with uh, Tessie. They blow up the construction zone. Yeah. Uh, and they run into town trying to get people to evacuate. Sayaka is doing the broadcast. The broadcast, and people are believing it until the town hall is like, "Ooh, this ain't us. Let's find out what's happening." And they we go, gotta triangulate the signal. <laughs> <laughs> Enhance. Hack it into the mainframe. Um, and like, it's just kind of funny because they're like just yelling, like, "Leave the town!" And like, no one's listening because they're just a couple of high schoolers. <laughs> Why? Especially after they get Sayaka, like. Some adults come and they're like, bad kid! And they take her away from the broadcasting room. And she's just sobbing. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a terrorist. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And then Um, they start rebroadcasting, like, an official one of, like, we don't know what happened, we'll figure it out. Everyone stay where you are. Yeah, they're saying, don't evacuate, that wasn't us. Um, And then Tessie's like, hey, maybe go talk to your dad and try and figure things out. So she runs to do that. And as she's running, she trips and falls, and she, like, has this memory of, like, oh, he wrote his name on my hand. I can't remember his name, but I, kept, it's she, on my hand, right? She, she kept saying, what's your name? And I was just like, ah, yeah. name of the movie. You're saying the thing. Yeah. And then she looks at her hand, and this fucking doof <laughs> wrote, oh. I love you, like some kind of idiot. My nose are just really big, just, Taki, you dumb bitch. Like, it's cute and whatever, but oh my god. <laughs> the one chance. You've had so long, you know, you won't remember anything. This is about clear communication. And then you pull this stunt, this and you bullshit. just doom this town to death. You knew it was a life or death situation. <laughs> and you're like, hmm, let's, let's get real cutesy right now. <laughs> it's like, no! <laughs> um, so, she's like, what the fuck ever. And she says, like, you dummy, how am I going to remember your name with this? But she gets up, she's still, she's still motivated. She runs to her uh, father's office, and he's kind of like, ugh, you again. And he, like, sees in her eyes that it's her. Not you again. And this is the part that makes me so emotional, and I'm going to try not to cry right now and sound like an idiot. Um, But we see shots of people seeing the comet all over the world, and, um... In Japan specifically, we're hearing, like, broadcasts about how lucky they are to be seeing this astral phenomenon and how there's no way it's going to land in a residential area because it's at this point that the comet has broken apart. 
and like Taki is outside looking at it and talking about how he's saying the nothing more and nothing less than a beautiful view. Oh my god, this yeah. part just gets me. Because this is past Taki. Yeah. So he just thinks like, hey, it's a meteor, cool. Yeah, but like just specifically, like just the thing of like how lucky we are to be seeing this just gets me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Just makes me so emotional. I think it's um, the contrast of knowing like the devastation that's about to follow and the sheer ignorance of everyone seeing it and being like, oh, what a beautiful natural phenomenon. Yeah. Like, granted, they don't know. They have no way of knowing. But, like, Ugh. us as viewers know that, the like... Dramatic the dramatic irony is too intense for me. Yeah. The world is unknowing that they are about to watch the death of 500 people. Yeah. About to get fucked. Um, so we don't see the town evacuate, but we do see the comet just landing and decimating half of Itomori. Um, or all of it, I guess. Yeah. 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 It ruins all the town. It. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we don't know what happened. We don't know if everyone evacuated. We don't know if Mitsuha lived. Um, and then years pass. And he's wearing a suit. Taki is wearing a suit to show that time has passed. <laughs> oh, yeah. but before that we get a very dramatic moment of him looking at his hand and realizing that he didn't get her name. And he's like, I'm gonna remember. Her name is Mitsuha. Oh, yeah. And he just keeps saying it over and over again. And then he finally bends down to get the pen and write it down, but he can't remember it. Once again. Screams. I wrote in my notes, Taki, you gimp toadstool, you dumb. <laughs> like, I, I had to come up with new insults with how mad I was. Because, like, if he wrote it down immediately, he would have been good. You had time. Yeah. He shouts it to the heavens, like, eight times. And then once he bends down, he's like, huh, let me not keep repeating this thing out loud. Let Ugh. me pause, have a quiet moment to myself. And Ugh. once again, yeah. proving my only belief in a higher being figure is like cosmic sense of irony like of like <laughs> just like oh it was at that exact moment he forgot not earlier ridiculous bullshit <laughs> um anyway but yeah so he just years later years later he talks again about how something feels missing in his life and he he's like going he's going to uh, job interviews and talking about how he wants to build he wants to be like an architect he wants to be an architect and he wants to build cities that are beautiful, but also safe. Because he's just, like, so inspired by the tragedy in Itomori, but he doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was eight years since the comet, and it's yeah. five years since Taki's time. Yeah, so it's, uh, I think it's supposed to be 2016, so now it's 2021. Yeah. Future time! Ooh! Ooh flying cars! Wow! <laughs> Robots! Um, and he meets, he meets his friends, and they're like, I have job offers, and he's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, been there. <laughs> yeah. um, what, you guys are successful? Oh, uh, my God. Oh, should, should I be successful? Oh, no. <laughs> and they, like, talk about how bad his suit is, and it's like, we, it looks the same. It's, yeah, I can't tell the difference. It's a suit. They're um, all identical. And yeah. he overhears some people talking in the cafe after his friends leave. Uh, they're talking about getting married they're talking about going to a bridal fair and he hears the girl call the guy tessie and he's like huh that sounds familiar that sounds so familiar and he looks at them and it is them so you're like oh well hopefully mitsuha lived also we also saw earlier like at the immediate uh, flash forward that the townspeople were safe it was oh, like yeah. a new, they like, do say that most of the people in town were safe yeah they don't give an exact number but yeah they say most of the town and the town just happened to be running an emergency drill at that exact time. 
with sheer luck. Hmm. Thank goodness. Yeah. And I just love that they're going to get married. Love that for them. <laughs> um, and then even more time passes. Like, it seems like he, he spends the day with Okudera because she's in town. Mm-hmm. And then it's raining. And as Okudera leaves, he's walking one way. And then a girl with an umbrella is walking the other. And it's Mitsuha. We all know. We all know. It's mm-hmm. Mitsuha. And he stops and, like, looks at her, but then turns away and walks away. And then she stops and <sighs> stops and looks at him, but he's walking away, and it's just like, ugh, they're, ugh, they're ugh. Comet crossed lovers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reaching. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not, because literally. It's literal. Um, and then time goes forward again, and it's spring. Um, and it, like, shows Mitsuha getting ready for work. And I was wondering where she works. I wonder what she grew up to do. Mm. Made me curious. She did invest in that uh, uh, dirt spit business. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's oh, a billionaire course. now from all those perverts buying her. <laughs> I mean, it's Japan. Yeah. Um, and they're both on a train. And throughout the movie, we only ever hear, like, older um, Taki's thoughts. But, oh, they oh. pass each other <laughs> on separate trains and they see each other. And then the inner monologue transfers from her, him to her, and she's thinking the same thing of something being missing from her life. And then we have a montage of them running around, trying to find each other. Uh, and then he sees her standing at the top of some stairs. And they, like, look at each other, and they're like, <gasps> huh. and then they walk past each other. <laughs> but, like, they... they... Taki, at least from Taki's view, because we're following him, he's running at, like, full sprint, mm-hmm. and he gets to the stairs, turns, and, like, comes to a full stop, and then tries to act, like, cool and casually <laughs> walking. It's like, you clearly just locked eyes with this woman and came to a full stop, and now this is your full attention. Like, you don't act like you didn't do this on purpose. He just like, tries to be smooth. Oh, he's so dumb. So stupid. So they pass each other on the steps, and... <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, they can't do this. No. <laughs> no. If you it must. ended right now, I would be so upset. But Taki uh, stops himself and he turns around. He's like, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? And like, she's crying and she's like, I, I think we do. And then he's crying and then I'm crying. <laughs> and then they ask each other for their names. And that's the, that's movie. the end of the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. There's so much here. Yeah. It's just, ugh. ugh, I'm so emotional about it all the time. <laughs> every time I watch it, and every time I think too hard about it, I get so emotional. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh. Oh. <laughs> so, are we there yet? It doesn't really apply it with movies. Uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't apply, but yeah, this <laughs> was a trip. Because I was going into it of, oh, it's a Freaky Friday they're gonna eventually meet and fall in love. That's what cool. everyone knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I saw it, I was like, okay, they switch bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But beyond that, it uh, adding that whole time travel and then uh, the life and death uh, scenario of you have to stop this thing and save all these people. It just uh, there there was so much, and I I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was good. I like that the comment was like in the background for so much so there was conflict to the story of like but it wasn't the conflict you thought because otherwise there really wasn't much it's like they're switching mm-hmm. bodies and they're kind of messing with each other's like day-to-day lives 
But, like, it's not like they're ruining it. It's not like, you know, hey, I'm in a new body. Let me try heroin for a while. Like, oh, they, they didn't just ruin each other's lives. So there wasn't, like, a ton of conflict. And it was good because it didn't feel forced. It wasn't, like, forced drama. Yeah. So I enjoyed it very much. Huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a good flick. It's a good, it's a good movie to watch every once in a while. Definitely wouldn't. It's not one that you can watch, like. Repeatedly. You can't mm. watch it even once a month. Like, you have to give it time. Because Let it breathe. Because then you kind of forget about it. Yeah. Just like the it. dream you oh. forget. It's a good thing I wrote the whole plot down on my arm. Oh, it just says I love you. Damn it. Dang it. No. <laughs> Not again. That's the third time this week. But I'm really uh. glad you liked it. I'm, I'm glad that I paid attention to, like, more foreshadowy stuff this time. Mm-hmm. Because it, yeah. It's the fun about revisiting stuff. Like, but I'll play the magic. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, it's a good time. It's my fave. So, now, I have a time traveler story that I need to (gasps) share with you two. What? This is a little surprise bonus. I'm so Um, excited. So, this was um, 2016. I was working at a coffee shop in Boston. And a homeless man came in and he was like, hey... I have some instant coffee. Can I just get some hot water? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I pour him some hot water. He's mixing his stuff on the counter and we're chatting a little bit. And then just out of nowhere, he says, hey, have you ever heard the name Landstrom? And I was like, uh, no. I was like, hey, write that down. So he tells me to write this down and then waits for me to like get a piece of receipt paper and then i write down the word landstrom and when i looked down i looked up he had walked away oh my god so i don't know what it means <laughs> it has what? not come into my life yet Dang it, i was hoping <laughs> i've no payoff. i've looked it up i it means nothing it misspelled it means something else it's like a german military thing but uh <laughs> He, yeah, there's, uh, there's the word Landstrom that is haunting my life now. That's I thought you were going to say, like, um, he turned out to be my father, or I got it tattooed on my arm so I never forget. something. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, like, met someone and it changed your life. I mean, Landstrom. I have a word that haunts me now, so it, <laughs> it changed of. my life, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. one of these days... If you're out there and you know what Landstrom means, call me day or night. I'm waiting by the phone. So this was less of an allegory and more of just documented evidence. Like, one day, when we ever find it, we can go back to this episode. This, I need it on the record that I was visited by a time traveler. And it has not paid off yet. (laughs) And I got chipped. Oh, God. That's going to be like a company you invest in. It's just going to be a trillionaire. <laughs> oh, the racehorse Landstrom. Do you want to bet on it? Go, go, there go. There it is. Uh, so, uh, thank you for joining us this week. This is our last episode of the year. Yay. Yay. We're so, done. We're tired. See ya. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> We're checking out after two months. <laughs> no, I put all of my stocks in this. <laughs> mm, it's a bad investment. You should have invested in Landstrom. Yeah, oh. Landstrom Industries is the <laughs> is the new hot ticket. Um, but yeah, I uh, we don't have a show for next week. 
But we do. Oh, do we? It is Erased. It is my pick. Ooh. I saw it on the list. Yeah. It's kind of a thriller crime drama with a sci-fi twist. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. It's one of my favorites. It's short and sweet, and I think it does nearly everything in it very well. So. Cool. I look forward to watching it with y'all. What episodes? Uh, one, two, and three. Lovely. Cool. The classic. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have had a wonderful time these past two months, and we can't wait to keep doing it for yeah. you. Um, we can be found at Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Patrick Dugan on Twitter and Instagram, and the new uh, social media platform Landstrom that's <laughs> launching. You can find me at queen.weeaboo on Instagram and queen underscore weeaboo on Twitter. You can't find me on Landstrom. I haven't joined that one yet. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at abtsbrendan, and that stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is the other podcast I have about Vigi games. Lovely. All right, and thank you to Camille Ruley for our beautiful artwork. And thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we will. We hope you will join us next year as we learn to live with anime. Yay! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yay. See you.